I'm Anthony Cohen. Welcome to the Hills Review Podcast. I'm Anthony. I'm also known as the Big Man Tone. And to my left. Matt Thomas. How's it going? Brandon. Aubrey Francis. I'm Matt. I'm the other Matt. And today we're going to talk about the Oscars. And what are our amazing topics today? All right. So the first award, best visual effects. So the nominations were First Man, Avengers Infinity War, Solo, Ready Player One, and Christopher Robin. And the winner was First Man. How oh, do you guys really? feel? Yeah. I, um, I didn't see it. I thought it was yeah. pretty but, um, I don't think I saw any of those. Well, I'm actually happy um, First Man won because Ready Player One didn't look that great. Yeah. Avengers was a little... Was, you know, I enjoyed Avengers, but like when when I think Avengers Infinity War, I don't think, oh my god, the visual effects were amazing. And Solo was awful. <laughs> and I thought... Yeah. Well, this is based on visual effects, not oh, story. Oh, well, so, like, Solo, well, Solo, you could barely see the movie. Yeah, so visual yeah, effects kinda... were bad. And I didn't see First Man, but um, I heard that the visuals were really um, well... Like, you know, they were really good. Yeah. So uh, I think... That's something that is understandable. I I saw First Man and uh, what, what was the other one, the Winnie the Pooh one? Uh, yeah, Christopher, Christopher Robin. Robin. I saw both of those. Christopher Robin was like you know, takes place in like an older time, so like everything's like kind of grayer and washed out. Yeah. In color. That and was like a filter they put on the. Yeah, film, yeah, so it, was, it was definitely. Filtered. I guess I can. Yeah. But First Man, like it, I thought visually it was be- yeah. stunning, like especially when he got to the moon and like just all that, I, and like when you see like Earth. When he was like in the beginning scene, when he's like on that like like big plane, like that plane that went up like onto the above the atmosphere or something like that. Uh, when he's when you see like the blue sky, it was stunning. I I thought so. I thought it kind of deserved it. Okay, <laughs> it's the greatest non-answer, but yeah. All right, so next one is best original song. So oh God. Okay, well that it made sense. I feel like before what you one? read that. what uh oh uh, shallow oh shallow yeah that was all that was we already. We are. We all know. We all know. All right. So the Lady other Gaga. nominations were "All the Stars" from Black Panther, "I'll Fight" from R.B.G., "The Place Where Lost Things Go," Mary Poppins Returns, and "When a Cowboy Trades His Spurs for Wings," <laughs> The Ballad of Buster Shrugs. So, "Shallow" makes a lot a lot of sense because "A Star Is Born" is a music movie, yeah. and so I think they would have to have a really good song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think Shallow accomplished that to where, yeah, of course it's going to win an award. It won the Golden Globe, so pretty sure. And she also performed it live, so yeah. like, you know. I think still really all the performances they gave live this year were all pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Especially that one. That oh one. yeah, the one at the Oscars was actually pretty good. Yeah. Especially when they locked eyes. <laughs> so, best original score. If Bell Street Could Talk, Mary yes. Poppins Returns, Isles of Dogs, Black yes. Klansman, and Black Panther, and Black Panther 1. Black Panther Oh, one. yeah. Yeah. I thought the um, score was pretty good in that movie, honestly. Yeah. I watched one. Black Klansman's as well, and Mary Poppins. Don't ask why. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I thought those- Are you those an old th- fan? No, nah, I, I was forced to watch it, but you know, <laughs> let's not discuss that. But I thought both of them had, you know, scores I liked, but I felt Black Panther was different. Cause you know it had like the African theme. Yeah, I did like uh-huh. the tribal like music in the background, like in a way like you hear like the drums. It yeah. Work with oh yeah. Yeah, it really cool. made it fit in with the scenes, mm-hmm. especially, and that's something they did I really like the good. Like the culture of the movie. Yeah. So, 
you know, when you hear, like, kind of when they played it, and like you know how they play, like, you know, five minutes, not five minutes, like, two minutes of, like, each movie for Best Picture. When they show that clip, you can feel, like, in the scene, like, the music, you kind of, like, know where it's from. And, like, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. yeah. You can kind of respect them for that. So, um, that's a good one. So, when I watched Black Panther, that the score wasn't something that I really noticed first. Because I, I guess it just wasn't something I was looking for in, like, the comic book kind of movie. Like, when I watched If Beale Street Could Talk and Isle of Dogs, like, that was something that was, like, that, like, I heard and I was like, that's a, that's a score. Like, that's going to get nominated for the Oscar. But, like, yeah. it was different that, like, a blockbuster kind of thing, especially a Marvel comic movie, would get such, like, a high award for something like that. Yeah. And it's all right, so the next one we have is Best Animated Feature, Incredibles 2. R- Ralph Breaks the Internet. I don't know why. <laughs> Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. <laughs> Isle of Dogs and Miran. Or Mar- oh, Mirai. Mirai. I saw the movie. And uh, Spider-Man 1. Yeah. So I, I know you two are happy. All right, I guess so I'm I can happy. go on and on about how much I love this movie. Um, my favorite part about the production of the design of the design of the all the animation was they actually got people that write comic books and they like draw it out and oh, then you know cool. you have um visual animators that work for sony and they combine that together and it looks like you're watching a comic book movie it looks like you're watching a comic book just unfold and yeah i think that's that makes it a unique um superhero movie it's not just a bunch of like oh hey superhero universe but here's the scenes it's like okay this is a superhero movie but it's also kind of like a comic book yeah so it's not a live action comic book well not live action yeah it was animated i think that was definitely Mm -hmm. a really um good advantage to where like hey we can actually like make it act like a comic book because like you saw there were sound effects they had like um like like a boom on like the side it was really cool and I think that's why I deserved it. And then the story was also great. Oh, yeah, you can go. So, yeah, I'm really happy that Spider-Man did win. But did anyone see Isle of Dogs? I saw it. No, I did not. I didn't see I any of like them. If it had come out in any other year, it would have been perfect to win. Like, even, like, Spider-Man had such a unique animation style with, like, brand new techniques and things that hadn't been seen before. And they're definitely going to get copied, like, yeah. right now. But, um... Isle of Dogs, I just thought, like, that was another movie that had such, like, attention to detail, like, perfect care. Like, everything was, like, planned out, and it was just, like, it was very, like, it yeah, was no. also another, like, aesthetic It kind was of all thing. stop motion, too, so, mm-hmm. like, it was, it was, like, it was probably painstaking just to make. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I liked uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox a lot, so, um, I heard when, uh, I found out that that didn't win an Oscar at the time yeah. for Best and I was, like... Because that was when, like, that lost to, like, a Disney. I don't remember but what like, it was, I think. Like, Wes Anderson is a great filmmaker. I think we can all agree with that. And I like a lot of his films. Yeah. Personally, I think this one was better than Fantastic Mr. Fox. I'll probably watch it. I'll probably end up seeing it. One thing I don't like is how they only have, like, one specific category for animated feature. They should have, like, because they, I think they based this award basically most on, like, how it looks. Yeah. Not, like, yeah. the actual story to, like, the animation to, like, you know, it's cool to appreciate, like, the art of it, but, you mm-hmm. know, the story is one of the most important yeah. things and why people like it so much. Yeah, and, like, voice acting mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah, so I think they should add in, like, a category for they that really as should. well. Mm-hmm. So, 
there have been animated movies that have been in the best picture category like i think there's been three there's uh toy story 3 and beauty and the beast and then they made this award kind of recently and i feel like it deserves more than that like there are some animated films that deserve to be put in the same category as like the other ones and they don't really get the same amount of recognition with just like the small award that usually goes to disney every year but (laughs) Yeah. yeah all right so the next one is best cinematography so roma Cold War, Never Look Away, The Favorite, and A Star is Born, and it went to Roma. Uh, so I actually saw Roma, and I thought the cinematography was actually really good. And, you know, when you see a movie come out on Netflix, you don't really, you know, expect it to be, you know. It was on Netflix? Yeah. yeah. It's, on Netflix. It's, a, it's a Netflix exclusive. Really? Yeah. yeah. Never and that's an interesting thing, too. But when I saw it, I, I wasn't really, you know, like, you know, excited to see it. Or I just watched it because, you know, why not? It's on Netflix. But it was actually really good. I feel like they put the time and effort. I feel like Netflix, they didn't really, know, have that much to do with the movie. They just, like, bought it from him, the actual director. So I feel like that's, like, something that's good. It's not, like, you know, a Netflix-based movie. So the budget was kind of, like, high, I would say. So, but I thought it was really good. Yeah, it looks really good. Uh, I saw Roma as well. I feel like if it didn't come out on Netflix and it was like wide, widely released in a lot of theaters, like people would have understood the cinematography going to that more. I do think it deserved it, but I yeah. feel like it would have been better for like a lot of people to see on a large screen instead of on yeah. your TV and, or on your phone. Well, I also feel like it's a benefit that it was on Netflix that, you know, it might have been overlooked mm-hmm. if it wasn't just there for people to see. So, like, you know, if it's in the theater, maybe not a lot of people will go and check it out. But I definitely would not. Yeah. With Netflix, I feel like the film industry kind of hates them. And the Academy probably has is also feeling the same way. Like, they're in big competition. So, yeah. they're not going to give all the awards that they can to them, kind of. So, I feel like they have a little bit of a bias. If it didn't come out on Netflix, it might have gotten, it might have won more than it did. Yeah, we talked about Netflix a lot on this podcast yeah. and how their effect is. So, the next one is best sound mixing. So I'm gonna just say the winner because it's the same as best sound editing, which is Bohemian Rhapsody. You guys could probably say that better than I could. Bohemian I Rhapsody. Yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody. I did not see that actually. I saw on Thanksgiving. I saw a video on YouTube on how they actually did the live A concert. Oh uh, yeah, it's pretty interesting, and in how they just you know they kind of duplicated the voice. Yeah, instead of you know actually getting a live crowd, they made it sound like a live crowd was just one or two people. I think it was. Yeah, and then so really. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and then they uh, replicated it with um digital effect, and it was really cool. And then yeah. I saw it, they had um, like a stunt cor- uh, coordinator basically like telling him like when to like raise his hands, when to make a certain motion, and yeah. it was definitely well choreographed. That's yeah. Interesting. So the next one is best production design, the favorite, first man, Roma, Mary Poppins Returns, and Black Panther, and Black Panther one. Once again, I feel like the production design was pretty good, like oh costumes yeah. and everything. Uh-huh. The only problem I have is like you know you can tell like some of the CGI. Yeah. 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 Goes in production. There were so there were definitely uh, some production designs that I liked. Like, um, in the tribal area when there was, um, like, where, um, they fight. 
Yeah. Like right, like where the waterfall is and all. Oh that. yeah. That was really I good. thought that was a really good set design. I thought that definitely like captured the tone of like what the film is trying to be. It's just not a normal like comic book movie. Like this is a world outside of the whole comic book movie, and like this is what mm-hmm. the um world of like of Black Panther is. So um. Wakanda. Yeah. I feel yeah. like. The only one that could have taken it from Black Panther is the favorite, which had, like, we've seen, like, a lot of, like, historical period pieces, Victorian, whatever, London, England, but I just feel like it was so over the top, and it had such weird, like, costumes, and the decoration of the castle was just, if anyone, did you see the favorite? Uh, I wanted to see it, but I saw, like, a clip or two. Yeah, they recommend that at the end. Yeah. I, I agree what you're saying, but I feel like because it's, you know, that Victorian era mm-hmm. and how it's like, it's you know, it's nothing very new. It's yeah, it's not yeah. new. So like Black Panther was like a whole new kind of like culture, basically. Yeah, you know? that you're being exposed to. Uh-huh. With like its own kind of um, clothing and, you know. Yeah. You don't see much of that in film. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. All right. So best film editing, Bohemian Eye Rhapsody, Vice. Black Klansman, The Favorite, and Green Book, and uh, Bohemian Eye Rhapsody Bohemian. 1. Bohemian? Bohemian. How could you? Yo, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, so they won for Best Film Editing. Um, I didn't see the mm, film, so. Okay, interesting. I, um, All right. I liked Vice editing a little bit better, <laughs> in my opinion. Yeah, I'm going to agree with that. I thought it was used more creatively, and that's why I liked it more than... Uh, Bohemian, Bohemian, it, like there were some scenes that I liked with, with how they edited, but I think Vice overall, how they the editing was tr- yeah. like really a big factor of how the f- like to make the film work. Yeah, definitely. And that's why I was kind of disappointed when Bohemian won. I was like, oh, I'm like, yeah, it's definitely a category where it shouldn't have won because um, when me and Anthony saw Vice, um, we were the only at, ones in the theater. Yeah, after <laughs> um, when we walked out of the theater, oh, yeah. it was like. Anthony, the the editing, um, it really like, yeah, it told the narrative, but like the editing also told the narrative where um, like a rise and fall kind of thing. Like there's um, they had stacks of teacups, like stacks of teacups, like and then it's just this the ed- like constant um edit of the teacups falling apart, which is like Dick Cheney's like whole organization inside the White House falling apart at the very end, mm-hmm. and it that was very creative and. The director, he's like his um, Adam McKay, I think. Um, he made the Big Short, and the Big Short is also known for like having the same kind of editing style, and I really like that. So I thought that should have won, and Bohemian Rhapsody was just kind of like, eh. Just like so okay, it was a movie. It was just like it's just a you know a tribute to it was Queen. by the book kind of. Yeah, it wasn't like cre- it didn't go that creative in yeah. my opinion. I thought Vice yeah, really it was went very all by out. The book when it came to editing. All right, so best costume design, Black Panther, the favorite, Mary Poppins Returns, the Mary, the Mary Queen of the Scots, the Ballad of Buster Shrugs, and Black Panther One. Black Panther so One. Yeah. There's not much to argue here, really. Yeah, very we kind of discussed discuss that with production design. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But I did see, like I said, Mary Poppins, and I mean, you know, it was kind of cool. But it was like, you know. But it was just Mary like Poppins. Said, yeah, it was nothing different. Nothing yeah. new. It's not so, yeah. hey. Nothing out of the ordinary. Like Best Supporting Actress, Emma Stone, Rachel Weisz, Amy Adams, Regina King, and Mary Day Tavira. And um, Regina King won. 
what movie is she from? She was Bill If Bill She Could Talk. Okay, I didn't see that, so I can't really say. So I saw If Bill She Could Talk. It's probably I really liked it. Like I wish that could have been nominated for Best Picture. I don't know why it wasn't. Really don't understand that decision, but um, I I do think that she deserved this award for Best Supporting Actress. I have to see it, but like I. She probably was really good, and it looks mm-hmm. like an it, it looks interesting in the movie itself. Yeah, I heard a lot of high praise when it came out, and when I saw the um, Oscars lineup, I was like, "Bill Street Talk isn't in the Best Picture category." Mm-hmm. Like I've heard yeah. like I was crazy stuff about. I like I didn't I don't even know like I don't I do can't not understand. You why. can't fathom was, like the weird. decision making of that. Like I thought everything about it was perfect. But you know, that's yeah, just you know, me. The academy, yeah. the, academy me. the academy is not the same as you. But um, but I know a lot of. Oh, what were you gonna say? No, nothing. I know a lot of people wanted Amy Adams to win for Vice. I thought and she was good. I that. think Amy Adams is one of my favorite actresses like of all time, and she needs an Oscar. I feel like she should have been given an Oscar years ago though, and like this year might have not been her best yeah, yeah. year to win. She wasn't like a stand. She wasn't. She didn't really stand out. Like she was good in Vice, but like I wouldn't be like. She wasn't oh, like. Oh, she's like the highlight of Vice. You should go see it because of her. Like of course you're gonna see it because of Christian Bale because he was really good in that. Yeah, Christian Bale and uh, what Steve Carell, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Steve Carell was in that as well. Yeah, they were both like really strong, and Amy Adams was strong too in that movie. Don't get me wrong, but like. Uh, compared to them, like they were like really like at it in that film, and she was like kind of in the side because she played as like the the wife supporting character. But yeah. She had a big role in the movie. It's just um, it's just that type of movie, you know, yeah. where like if it was focused more on her character, then I think like a bigger perf- bigger performance from that that I think that would give her a nomination. But yeah, honestly, um. When she gets a role like that, I think she could definitely pull it off and get an Oscar, hopefully. Alright, so the next one is Best Supporting Actor. So we have Mahershala Ali, uh, Richard E. Grant, Sam Elliott, Adam Driver, and Sam Rockwell. And Mahershala Ali won for this one, and it was Green Book he was in. Yeah. So. Um, I think he deserved it. Um, a lot of people said, um, what was it, the guy from Klansman was what's his Adam Spike Driver. Adam Driver. Not Spike Lee, that's the director. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people are saying he deserved it, and I didn't see Black Klansman yet. I, I want to. See yeah, I, I saw it. See Black Klansman. I, have, I, see I have to rent it. Like, I thought his performance in Black Klansman wasn't, it was good, but I was also surprised that he got nominated for an Oscar for that because it didn't seem like an Oscar-worthy right? Oscar worthy. Even like just a role that was Oscar yeah. worthy yeah. didn't seem like I feel like, like he was more was on the sideline mm-hmm. for that specific movie. So I mean, he, like I can I can see why he was nominated, but I wouldn't be able to see why he would have won. So I and understand why he lost. Especially since the lead actor from Black Klansman wasn't nominated. I just yeah. don't understand what made yeah. him better. Yeah, what so he it's just Yeah. Yeah. But I can definitely say that um, Herschel definitely deserved the Oscar. I saw Green Book. I thought it was really strong. The acting, completely. Um, it was believable and everything. So I thought that was a good win. All right, so we have Best Original Screenplay, Green Book, The Favorite, Roma, Vice, and First Reformed. And the winner was Green Book. So how do you guys feel about it? I really have no opinion. Sense. I've never seen Green Book. So I, I know it, it makes sense. Yeah. It's definitely something. It's definitely good. I 
thought the whole story was pretty strong, tightly knit. Um, you know, it, it was written by the son of uh, Vigo's character, uh, Tony Velawakwa. I can't pronounce it right. They call him Tony Lip. So, like, it's written by the son of, like, what the main character is based on. So, it's it was, it was I thought it was Interesting. good. Well, I can say when they went up for their speech, it was kind of funny because the first guy was taking, like, a lot of time. And then the second time, oh, yeah, took a lot of time. and the guy, the, last the third guy, guy was like, off. he was like, it's in there the whole time. He was like, <laughs> when he went up to it and he cut him off. So he's like, all oh, my cut off. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. Screamed it. <laughs> all right. I remember that. So we have Best Actress, Glenn Close, Lady Gaga, Olivia Coleman, Melissa McCarthy, and I'm going to butcher this name, Yao Litza. Aparicio? Yeah, that's it. I think that's it. And uh, Olivia Coleman won. I mean, I would say I I didn't know who she was. And I didn't watch the movie, but her speech was what movie? Uh, the favorite. The favorite. Oh yeah, I saw so that speech. That was a good speech. Yeah, I watched the movie. She and played the queen, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she played Queen Anne. I thought she really deserved it, and I didn't think she was gonna win over Glenn Close. And like, I was really pleasantly surprised about that. And I just thought like she's from. England she's a TV actress and she just did such a good job in this movie like it wasn't a really dramatic role it was more comedic and for it to stand out in like a sea of like dramatic roles for the Academy Awards like I just felt like that was like a really good achievement and her speech was hilarious I loved it yeah no yeah. I was laughing when she was talking the only time I laughed during the whole show all right so best actor Rami Malek Christian Bale, Viggo Mortensen, Bradley Cooper, and William Dafoe. And uh, Rami won it for Bohemian Iron Rhapsody. Yep. So. He definitely deserved the Oscar because he played a character that even he didn't think he could play it, but now he has the Oscar, so I think he definitely deserves it. Yeah. Role of a lifetime. Yeah. How could you turn that Yeah, he went from. Um, Mr. Robot. Mr. Robot. No, he went playing. from like Need for Speed. He went <laughs> from that and also like a war show. That's a big jump. <laughs> yeah. Into the Pacific, into like now. As we he That's actually crazy jump. he was in um yeah. Night at the Museum. Yeah, he played yeah, the Pharaoh's yeah, son. Yeah, but that's it's just crazy how yeah. big of a jump that yeah. was for him. From there to, to Oscars. To so Oscar, yeah. good for him. Not yeah. Still think Night of the Museum should have won one. <laughs> 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 For best, mm, you're, you're alone on story. that one. What? You're alone on that one. Yeah. <laughs> I'll stand with you on that. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So we have best director: Alfonso Coron, Adam McKay, Yorgos Lanthimos, Spike Lee, and Paul Paulinski. And uh, Alfonso won it for Roma. Roma. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm really happy for this. He won a lot that night, actually. Yeah. So, I mean, Roma won most of the awards it was nominated for, and I felt it was good because I really enjoyed that movie. And I can understand why they picked him as a director because, I mean, although I like Black Klansman and Spike Lee's directing, I feel like I lean more towards Alfonso for this movie because the way he kind of depicted this, it was really good. Yeah. And it was really personal to him. Like, he basically just recreated, like, his childhood home, his childhood family and everything around that. And it was just his own experiences, and he tried to, he translated that, like, perfectly onto film. 
and that's like an achievement on its own yeah no that's definitely i mean the film looks great and i bet you worked really hard on that like you said so like you know i can't really judge Pretty saying sure he he says a passion project of his yeah mm-hmm. yeah i believe in an interview that i saw it's it would seem like that um, but i'm not sure all right so we have best picture which was the last one black panther black Klansman. Bohemian Eye, Rhapsody, The Favorite, Green Book, Roma, A Star is Born, and Vice. So, Green Book won. I know a lot of people are upset about this. It's weird. It was rough crowd. Rough crowd. Didn't Spike Lee get up and try to leave? Wait, really? Yeah, they were saying that. He tried to leave and the security guard stopped him from leaving finally. Yeah. You can't leave the Oscars. Yeah, you can't leave. Stay here. Whether you like it or not. <laughs> I feel like his film should have won. Spike Lee's Black Panther. Over Green Book. That's how I feel. I was really surprised when I saw that. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I mean, I can't say I didn't see Black Panther, so I can't say which one deserved it or not. I know, yeah. but like, I haven't seen Green Book either, but like, yeah. when you put it up against... like Everybody was nominated against... I mean, even Vice and A Star Is Born. I, I thought A Star Is Born was going to win because, you know, all the hype surrounding yeah. it. But yeah. I, I would have not liked it for one. When because I first, I, I just initially, I thought that Green Book and Vice were the ones that were just not going to win. Like, yeah. I don't need to I watch the those. They're the not going to win. I, I saw it's Vice fine. and I was like, this movie's really good, but I don't think it's going to win Best Picture. Yeah. Like, I feel like a spot could have been open. For if Beale Street could talk. Yeah. Or another movie like that. Especially since they lowered from 10 to 8 yeah. this year. Yeah, and I mean, throwing an animated movie in there. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. So it's like Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. And then you also got to throw in um, Wall Street Journal. Um, a journalist had statistics on who would win. And for Best Picture, Roma had a 97% chance of winning. Wow. And then hmm. Green Book with the curveball. <laughs> winning the best picture, which mm. is really yeah. is strange, because a lot. I even I thought Roma's gonna like okay, Roma's gonna win, and then mm-hmm. that's the yeah. end of it. Yeah, then that was Green my Book thought. Won. That was my thought too. Roma's gonna win or Klansman. And yeah, I just feel like there were so many movies that pushed the envelope, had different things. There was Black Panther, like the first comic book movie to have the best picture nomination there yeah. was yeah all these other things and then they chose like a very safe yeah a very safe movie to represent yeah. Yeah. movies yeah, for I the entire year though yeah 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 i do agree with that i never thought about it. that was like the kind of like thing i felt it's like that's a very safe pick mm-hmm. yeah like they didn't really like i feel like they were afraid to pick Rome because oh, it's a foreign film it's mm-hmm. yeah. and it's on netflix we don't want to do that and then there's black panther oh it's a superhero movie and yeah. then it's just like, oh, Green Book. That's a movie that doesn't really have any connection to Netflix or like superheroes or anything. It's just a story. Mm-hmm. And and we and liked it. And it's a feel-good. And it's a feel-good movie. Is. So let's give it the best picture. And then Made me feel very good. <laughs> but like when – like let's say someone watches all the best picture movies in like a year or two from now. I don't think people one. are going to say that, that Green, Green Book, Book yeah. was the best picture. I don't like, think it's going to age well. I, I don't think so at all. It For the good. highest honor in the film industry, you feel like the best one should get yeah. it. But it's not really the case every year. Yeah. And there's always a, an, an upset. 
with yeah. like well not everybody's gonna it, it wasn't it. so much yeah. upsetting this year it's just like confusing like how mm-hmm. why yeah, like, what was the academy thinking <laughs> yeah <laughs> like i wasn't like <laughs> devastated i wasn't like Crying. i was just like oh okay just like oh well that's that's weird. Strange. Un- I mean, I can't really judge it. I didn't see it. Yeah, so that's why I didn't really question it. And now I have to go see it. Yeah. So that's what's uh, going to happen. It's an enjoyable movie, but like for best picture, I don't know. I just don't know. Well, so. overall, I would say the Oscars was pretty good this year. I mean, the first year I saw that it didn't have any host at all. So, I mean, that was good. That was a plus. I think that was that's a blessing. I, I, I don't like when they have a host. Mm-hmm. Because I agree. then it's a little longer than it should be. Yeah. Because you have a host, you know, the host does his thing, and then you know, and then you know, you focus on the Oscars. But this year is all the Oscars, and then you know, you have the commercials, which is what I appreciate instead of having just like all this stuff that I don't care about. I so mean, I feel like they uh, shouldn't have a host anymore. I mean, yeah, yeah, it did go quicker, which I did like, but it also did kind of make it a little bit more boring to watch, in my opinion. It was just yeah. not like. You know, the host is there to make it a little bit more, like, funny or, like, more vibrant. I was just there, like, watching. I was like, okay, when's the next one? I just really didn't care as much. But, like, you know, like, yes, I like it going quicker, but I do kind of like more being, en- like, making it enjoyable than, mm-hmm. you know, what it was. Also, know. usually they have, like, such a theme this year. They didn't, it didn't really feel like it had a, yeah. a theme going for it. Like, mm-hmm. last year they had all the... Like the old movie clips, and they would show yeah. before each award, and like they have the opening every year that's supposed to go over the entire year of movies. Yeah. But then this one was just Queen, and it didn't like really feel like it was acknowledged or anything felt else. Very thrown together. Mm-hmm. Last minute. Yeah, yeah, it felt very last minute thrown together, kind of Oscars. But it wasn't a mess. Like everyone mess. thought it was going to be. Kind of felt a little thrown together. Yeah, I mean, I like how it was straightforward, where it wasn't really. Yeah, I didn't appreciate that. Yeah. So, you know, as someone that doesn't really care for the jokes as much. Yeah. Yeah, some of the so jokes are just like yeah. really I just cringy. Cool one. Oh, yeah, no. The, I mean, the first the first three people to show up, I think, what was it? Um, oh. Amy Poehler, and all, Tina Fey, and, and... Oh, but I like them. I thought they were funny. I don't know. I was like... <laughs> was that the only one? I was like, get it over with. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is, this is enough. Let's go. <laughs> Let's just, like, Let's start this already. Pace. <laughs> gotta go. Yeah. No offense. You got a long night. <laughs> All right, so we're going to head into our next topic, which is recommended movies. So, hey, Brandon, you might as well go first, man. Okay, um, I recommend the movie Watchmen. It's on Netflix right now. It's directed by Zack Snyder. It's um, it's definitely – it's rated R, for one, and it's a very dark superhero film. Like, it's not your ordinary superhero film, but it's, like, very accurate to the comic book, and it's um, it just has, like, some amazing, like – action and just an interesting story overall it's just like very different than what you'd expect when you watch a superhero movie matt my movie is um the raid redemption so i'm a big fan of action movies and um the raid redemption is a movie that has um one shot takes on like fight scenes and it's an indonesian film so it's um not an uh, English language, but I think that that really doesn't matter because the style of fight scenes in this movie are intense. They're awesome, and it's definitely, if you love action movies and you like fight scenes, it's definitely a movie that you should check out. It's on Netflix right now. I'm going to recommend 
if I have to limit it to one, I'm going to recommend If Beale Street Could Talk. I thought it was um, better than Moonlight. It's the same director, Barry Jenkins, and I just really think he has a handle on like how to make a, like a dramatic movie that makes you feel something. I was, I was like, it's so sad and beautiful, and it has such a great score. And like, I downloaded the song. I just, I love it so much, and I thought it deserved more attention than it got. Yeah, very nice. Okay, I liked Moonlight, so I mean, Moonlight. I'll check it out. Yeah, Moonlight it won an Oscar yeah, like two yeah, years like, ago. I was about to say so, like, you're recommending that. That's like an old movie. Like. Yeah. So. Okay, so the big man tone or Anthony Cohen, <laughs> whatever you like to prefer. Uh, it's gonna name a movie fairly new. Uh, Cold Pursuit, starring Liam Neeson. Um, it is a strange movie. Don't. It's very strange, but I thought the score, the music was interesting and the editing was kind of like very interesting to watch and refreshing for a movie very strange i saw it twice with one with matt here um i s- matt one twice yeah and i saw it a second time with my parents they wanted to see it and i said i'll gladly see it a second time so my dad hated it my mom had the same interest as me in this movie um the editing was interesting especially when everyone whenever a, like a certain person died uh, they would after he died they cut to black with a symbol of a religion they probably believed in and the name of the person plus their nickname and it added like interesting like makes you feel more personal to the ca- to those characters even though you barely probably will see any of them um, and also it could be for comedic effect like this one guy the janitor said yeah I'll have this and um, I'll take that and he's like all right give him ten thousand. And it cuts to black, and you just know that means he's dead. They killed him. And it's like, it's interesting how they did that. Plus, the dialogue was weird, um, but good. Uh, the bad guy, his name is like Viking. Uh, I don't know what Viking. they were. I don't know. What, that's his nickname. I don't know what they were going with that. It was weird, but it worked. It, for some weird reason, it worked. And it was so weird. Like, he. He's like a he's like a drug kingpin in Colorado who doesn't want his son eating cookies for high glu- uh, high glucose <laughs> corn syrup. He threw out the cookies, by the way. Wanted his son to eat three meals a day, consistent only of chicken. Wow. <laughs> only of chicken. Oh it's weird. weird uh, it later brought the Native American gang inside, and like there's a whole bunch of like he stuff. Served them but all it chicken. All worked in my in my eyes. It worked and. It was very good. It and the trailer, uh, when I fr- saw, I was confused. Like this is a this looks like supposed to, the trailer. You would think it's a Liam Neeson take, um, you know, taken movie, right? Or get nonstop and all those. It's similar, but not like all action packed. It's very like subtle. That's that whole movie was just subtle on mostly everything. But the music was, um, especially the Native American, like whenever like the Native Americans and they were just doing their thing. Um, I thought the music was really interesting on that, and I thought. You know, it's it's a good movie. Yours, Aubrey? All right, so the movie I'm about to recommend is on Netflix, and it's called What Happened to Monday. So it sets in, like, a future time to where the government, they're going all crazy, and they only want every family to have one child only. And like oh, I think uh, I heard about that. Yeah, so it's um one family. They have, like, um six siblings, but they're, like, all born, like, together. So it's played by the same actress who's actually, like, you know, playing, like, each different sibling. So, and they go out to search what happened to their missing sibling. So, it's a pretty interesting movie. I would recommend it if you had the time. You know, it's on Netflix, so, hey. It's on Netflix, or I guess David's account. (laughs) 
Because <laughs> you know that story and why I don't have it. Well, that's been it from the Hills Review Film Podcast. So if you're on SoundCloud, make sure you hit the follow button. If you're on the Apple Podcast, make sure you subscribe. And yeah, we'll have new episodes coming soon. So we'll see you guys later.